episode is reflecting on needs and wants. Two different definitions of the word needs and wants. What's the difference? Needs are the basic necessities of life. Clothing, shelter, food, um, the things that we have, that most of us have, but some of us don't have. There are people that still need a place to stay. If you have to have children, education, and food, and all of that. Those are needs, the basic necessities of life. Wants are things that, material things that people always dream of having. You know, the fancy estate, the car, a lot of money. Which, by the way, you would have to work for to get all of that. Now, if you're born into it, people who are born rich and all and have all of that are not truly happy. I'm sorry to say it. If you ever go on social media, and I'm sure you've seen this now, and I think Elon Musk brought it up one time in a YouTube video, and he said the happiest of the happiest people aren't truly happy. You know, the ones that you think have the glamorous life and they don't have a care in the world, well, deep down inside they're struggling just like everybody else. They just don't show it. They don't want to put on the impression, hey, I'm really struggling. Even though I have a comfortable lifestyle, or I'm sorry, a very rich lifestyle, I do have problems. I'm struggling just like everybody else. But they're not showing it because they don't want to give up the impression, oh my God, something, they're dealing with some type of a crisis or an obstacle. There's no shame in that. See, I went to school with this young woman who was born rich, but she never liked being rich. She says, I couldn't have a normal life. I couldn't go out and enjoy things with other young groups of people. My parents always had to put on the fancy, elegant parties, and we had to dress up, and she hated that. She goes, I just try to escape, and every time I would try to escape, they would pull me back in. She couldn't have a life of her own, period. And I thought, wow. Now, a lot of people dream of becoming rich. See, I dream of becoming wealthy because wealthy for me is like a comfortable lifestyle where yes, you have a certain amount of financial security and you live in a decent place, but you also have the knowledge that, hey, look, I'm not gonna show off to all of you what I have or don't have, but the needs and wants, needs you think that, okay, we need to have a roof over our heads, we need to have food. We need to have a good education if we have children, because we don't want to bring up children in an area where, you know, they don't have an education. They don't have a place to to go home to, a a place over their head, a roof over their head, uh, clothes. Um, Think about the, the people that live in the poorest of the poor. When you talk about need, I wish I had food. I wish I had a place to call home. Do you know how heartbreaking that is to hear? Because again, let's travel to another part of the world and let's just pick a country that is very poor. The jobs over there are very hard to come by. You're gonna have to find whatever job you can to support your family and you're gonna do it to the best of your ability. I need food, I need shelter, I need a place to bring my children up in a safe environment. I need to give them an education. I need, I need, I need. It's hard sometimes, okay? Again, we here in the Western world, we take it for granted for the things that we have. I sometimes, again, look around my home and see the things I really don't want. 
Now I can easily give them away. I can easily say, hey, I don't need all of this. What do I need this for? It doesn't have any sentimental value to me. Now, objects don't have feelings, right? Think about this. Look at the stuff that's in your home. For those of you that have a decent place to live, look at all the things you acquired over the years. Clutter. Who needs clutter? I don't. And my sister says, once you declutter, you feel so good about yourself. You don't miss half the things you give away, whether you give them away for other people to use or you just throw them away because there is no value to them. See, for me, I can walk through every part of this house and find things I don't want. I can easily give them away. Give them either to people who are of the poorest of the poor. Give it to them to have something that they could call their own. Or if it's something that I can't give to someone, just throw it away because, hey, who's going to take garbage? I know a lot of people do collect garbage. They go dumpster diving, which I still don't understand that. But that's for another, another topic, another day. We're going to focus on needs and wants. Now, when you say, I want, I want to go on trips around the world. I want a fancy vehicle. I want to live in a mansion. Well, the way you can achieve those things is if you work hard at what you do to get to the top. Yeah, and it's going to take some time. It's not going to be given to you unless, of course, you were born rich. When you were born rich, again, there's a lot of rich people that don't like being rich. You're going to say, get out of here. I knew, I told you I know of a girl who felt that way. She just she wanted to live a normal life. Her parents were always putting on these big fancy dinners and she had to get dressed up. She couldn't have a moment to herself. She was constantly being put on parade and her parents were very disapproving of her choices in terms of friendships and, and the people that she brought over. And I'm like, why is that such a big deal? You know, her parents said, well, you have an image to maintain. She goes, what image? Your image? No, I'm my own person. I feel different. I have things that, I, I'm, that I'm passionate about. She couldn't talk about the things that she wanted to do in life because her parents looked down at her like, oh my God, you're going to ruin our image. I'm going to ruin your image of what I want to do with my life. How does that even make sense? So she broke away. She decided, hey, look, this is what I need to do to break away from my family. I want to become my own person, not their puppet. But she told me she felt like a puppet, that they were the ones pulling the strings, that she didn't have a say in anything about her own life and what she wanted to do with it. They said, oh, after high school, you're going to go to college and you're going to come this. I don't want to. I may want to travel around the world. I may want to go and explore. I may want to do something out of the ordinary and not be forced into it. Think about this. A lot of people that are living the good life aren't necessarily happy. I've been to people's homes. I've been to a, a, a fancy estate, and I can tell you, all the things that you have in your home, do they really, truly make you happy? Some of the things I looked at in people's homes, I wouldn't even put in my own home. They were very elegant, too antique-ish, if you ask me. Now, when my mother and father were alive, my mother was a big believer in collecting as many different things. I mean, we used to have a dining room cabinet. She would have so many different plates and glasses. And I'm like, Mom, what do we need all this chinaware for? Because, you know, we were a small family. We weren't a big family. We didn't really have many get-togethers, you know, just the family members for the holidays. But why do you need all of these different plates? And when she passed, I went through it. I'm like, oh, my God, my mother collected so many different things. She had sets upon sets of plates and glasses and cups and, and flatware. And I'm like, my God, 
Now, I gave most of that away, or most of it we actually threw away because nobody really wanted it and it wasn't worth anything. I kept some pieces and I said to myself, maybe one day this will have value. That's why I'm holding on to it. Wishful thinking. But getting back to needs and wants, the basic necessities of life that people are still needing in this day and age, people who are in the poorest of the poor want what we have. And I sometimes look at them and think to myself, why is it, why are people, some people so unlucky that they can't get those things that we take for granted? Shelter, which is sometimes hard to find. And when you're living in a country where Let's put it this way. You're living in a place, but you're on top of one another. That's no way to bring up a child or more than one child. You know, if I look at my mother and father, like my father and mother, my mother lived in an area where it was a village and there were the five of them, plus my grandmother, minus her father, my mother's father. They managed to make it work, but it was a matter of you have this much room and you have five children and grown-ups and you think to yourself boy how did you guys survive well they did it to the best of their ability same thing with my father my father came from a family of four he was the second oldest and they lived in a home where there wasn't much room everybody had a share room everybody had a share everything you didn't have anything to yourself now you think to yourself we're lucky that now times have changed and it's a different decade altogether and we've acquired so many different things but let's be honest here do you need all of the things that you say you have they were given to you maybe for sentimental reasons i mean i was given things over the years that i've kept but there are things that i don't really need anymore because again they don't have value to me think of it this way needs and wants again are different Everybody's views on that are different. You know, if you were lucky enough to grow up and that you were privileged, you grew up rich and you have everything that money could buy, wonderful. There are people that don't really care for all the things they have. You know, again, when you come into money or if you work so hard and you get to that level in your life and you're comfortable and you have enough money where you can live wherever you want to live and raise your family anywhere, it doesn't really matter. A lot of people right away when they come into money go right into getting the big fancy mansion. Why? That's a waste of money. What do you need a mansion for? If it's just say you and your husband and you have no other family members and you're just the two of you, what are you going to do with all those rooms? Let's be honest here. See, some people, I believe, when they come into money, that's what they do. They go out and they get the big mansion because they want to show off to others what they have. And to be honest with you, I couldn't care less what you have because I really believe that you did it out of, hey, I just wanted to show off. That's basically what you did. You didn't do it because, hey, this is a place where me and my husband and if we have a family, we'll potentially live and be happy. Look at celebrities. The majority of celebrities will tell you, I don't want to live rich. I want to be comfortable. I don't want people to know that I have things. I just want to be comfortable. I want to be normal. There's nothing wrong with being normal. And not everybody who, quote, is in entertainment has that lifestyle. I think some of them overdo it, though. I've seen it on YouTube where you can have four or five mansions from all over the world and you have the luxury vehicles. And what do you need all of that for? Have you ever stepped foot in any of the other mansions that you claim you have that you acquired? No, because they're just sitting there with nobody in it. No human life. 
it's a waste. It's a waste. See, with me, I want my life and the life of my significant other. I want us to be comfortable. I said, we don't have to live fancy. We can live anywhere in the park. We can even live here. Because a lot of people have said to me, and I think I've mentioned this with my family member, they said, if you had a certain amount of money, what would you do with it? Well, the first thing I would do is fix this house up. Fix it up. And then when it's all said and done, it's fixed up. If I still want to live here with my significant other, I will. If not, I can sell it. Or we could sell it as a trio. And it'll have more value put to it. And I'll take part of my share and find a place to live. A nicer place, you know. I'm not saying that I don't love this house, but it's a lot of hard work maintaining a home. And when you're by yourself, it's even more difficult. Now, there are things that need to be fixed up. You know, I've lived here since I was two, off and on, you know. And I can't, I've come back, but I feel like now that my parents are no more, why am I holding on to a house that, of honesty, could be given to another family, a family who can grow and make new memories. And, but then a lot of people say, oh, but you're giving up the view. Well, I am giving up the view, but let's be honest here. You can move anywhere in the part of anywhere, anywhere in the world and find a view like that. You know, if you can live in a penthouse and have a nice view of the whole city. I mean, my mother, my mother gave me the intention before she left that I'm going to die here. I'm going to live and die here. And well, let's just put it this way. She didn't die at home, but she did die. She passed away and I think that if she was here, we have this discussion, I'm never gonna leave this place. I said, never, never, because I never wanted her, I never wanted her to feel helpless. She was a type of woman before she got sick could take care of herself. And I said, but mom, you're living in an area where you're climbing steps every single day. And when you're a senior citizen, you gotta be careful. She's a few times missed the steps and fallen backwards. You know how dangerous that is? A home with steps for senior citizens is dangerous. She's fallen down the basement stairs. She's fallen down the stairs, you know, leading up to the bedrooms. She's even fallen outside. I'm like, mom, that is dangerous. I said, why don't we have a mother and daughter home where your, your area will be just, everything will be on one floor and mine, I can just climb up and down the stairs because I don't have a problem with that. She goes, nope, never leaving here. When she was so adamant, so convinced that I am gonna be here for the rest of my life. And after she passed, I had a tough decision to make. I said to myself, do I really want to stay here? And I'm like, I do, but it has to be, there are things that have to be done. So when you say I need, I need to have renovations done to this house, that's a need for me. Why? Because the house is old and it's falling apart. But then there are people that again, that say, I want to live in a, a mansion. I want to to travel all around the world. I want to have all of the luxuries like the jewelry and the furs. I don't want any of that. And I've said to all of you, I'm not materialistic. The basic needs that we do need are a roof over our heads, 
clothes on our back, food in our stomach. Those are the needs that are important, but a lot of people in another part of the world can't get that. Look, Look at what they're living at. Not everybody is, quote, rich, but not everybody is, quote, poor. Everybody's in between. If you look at a society and you think to yourself, what can I do to help you out? If I can find, if I can have money and I can build homes for each and every one of you, I would. Because I think it's important for everybody to have a place over their head. I think it's important for everybody to have education. I think it's important for everybody to have food. Sometimes I, I, I think of where my significant other is at and the area where he's at. And I said to him, I feel for you. Why? Because you had told me it's a struggle every single day. Well, it's a struggle over here too. There are times when I don't even go to the store to get food. Because I want to put his needs above mine. And he goes, well, she, a lot of people are going to say, well, why are you doing that? Because that's what's called human kindness and compassion. I will put his needs before anybody else's over mine. And he, he, he'll fight me on it. He'll go, no, no, no. He goes, you're important, but so are you. See, right now, I know what a struggle it is. Again, we may not be, quote, in the same area, but I have an understanding. And I read on the news of the area where he's living at. It's, it's not safe. But then again, any place you live in, in the United, if you live here in the United States, in any place, there are parts, certain parts of the United States that are bad, that you will not venture on your own. And if you are smart and use common sense, you will not go out there alone. If I said to my, if I travel to your part of the, the world, I don't know how I will be accepted or if I will be looked at as a stranger. Now I read an article and I seen it, it popped up on my newsfeed, and I'm like, wow, where are they getting this from? Now they're saying, if you go to certain countries in the world, be very careful and don't travel alone. Always travel in pairs, you know, it's safety in numbers as they call it, right? So you say to yourself, well, first of all, if I go into a country to visit or to, to, to visit someone, I'll have a measure of protection. But at the same time, I don't want to be always looking over my shoulder to see if anybody's, you know, coming at me. I want to be know. I want to know how to protect myself. You know, my my LinkedIn contact had said to me, he goes, if you came into my part of the world, we would accept you. But again, you have to be very careful. I says the same thing applies here. But the only difference between here and there, you don't have to. And I've read this too now. Maybe I'm not reading it correctly, but this is what I'm hearing. And correct me if I'm wrong and any of you are living over there. But you have to be home at a certain time. You have to you have to get everything done and run home so you can be safe. Well, why though? I would think that in a country that has a billion people, those billion of people will have they will have a life. Their lives will be spared, their lives will be protected. Not to be, oh, well, you know, I have until this time and then I have to be at home by a certain time because that's when I will feel safe in my own home. You know, here, it's not like that. But again, I don't know anything about um, that part of the world because I'm not exposed to it. I'm getting off the topic here. But let's talk about that too in another episode because I think that 
again, if you condemn an area, a country, a group of people, or a whole group of people, you're not giving them a chance here. And I, I really think that everybody deserves a chance in life. Everybody deserves, you know, to be accepted. Everybody deserves to be given the benefit of the doubt. There's good people, there's bad people. We don't know who's who. Are you going to go around and say, are you good? Are you good? Are you bad? Are you bad? No. Are you going to take a poll? No. You're not going to know. But again, and you always think, well, I'm going to take pity on a person who's done this much. He's done this much to hurt me. He's, he is, he is, you know, made me afraid of him. So I always think, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You're making fear. You're making fear all about you. Fear. You're afraid of you. You're afraid of how you are going to be to other people. You know, fear. If you think of the word fear, fear is a, is a very sad word, a very frightful word. But when we are afraid, we ourselves are putting the fear in ourselves. No one is doing that for us. It's like, oh, I'm afraid of these people. Yeah, you are putting the fear around to you. You're saying, I'm afraid of this group of people because of what they may or may not do to me. Stop doing that. I always think that people are welcoming of other people. When you, for example, if you go into another part of the world, let's say, let's, let's pick a country. Let's say, um, let's go to Europe. There are some countries in Europe I won't go to. Not because of what I've read and because of what people told me. It's just because I'm hearing bad things. You know, you hear it on the news and this. I'm going to think to yourself, let me find out for myself how bad it really is. If you go into a tropical country, if you go into a country like Barbados or, or Bermuda, you think, oh, those are beautiful and it's paradise. But a lot of bad things have happened in those countries. You hear on the news about women being uh, raped and, 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 and missing and, and, and all kinds of horrible, horrible stories. But if you can't always be afraid. You have to go out there and see for yourself. Fight that fear. Don't let fear consume you. Don't let fear win. But I will be talking about that on another topic because I think traveling is important. I think if you travel, you get to know all about a country, a customs, people, cultures. You get to know like a history, a virtual history tour. Instead of learning in a classroom and sitting there and having some boring professor teach you through a textbook, you can physically go out there and teach yourself all about life in another part of the world. I'm still hoping to go to Greece because I know where my family's history lays at and I want to know more about of how they grew up and, and their circumstances, but I also want to go back to the house that, again, no one is taking care of. It's being abandoned. It's being neglected and it shouldn't. So getting back to needs and wants, again, needs are a lot different than wants. Needs are, again, the basic necessities that we all take for granted that we have, but other parts of the world, not so much. And if we can help those people, if we can help everybody who comes from a poor area to understand, hey, look, it is a struggle. Hey, I'm struggling as it is too. I sometimes regret the things that I have. I sometimes say, oh my God, you know, I have a house. I have a place to sleep at night. I have food. I have this and that. But deep down inside, I'm not happy because I see how people are living in other parts of the world. Well, yeah, they have a home, but it may not be a big home. There may not be enough room. There could be just what? You have a small section and you're all on top of one another. There's no way to live. Food is expensive. If you look at countries, their food prices are exorbitantly high. 
And if you think, well, I have a family and I've got this many children to feed plus myself and my, and my, my loved one, it's going to be very difficult. But you have to make amends, right? I say take any job that you could find. It's a job. It may not be something that you like. A lot of people don't like the jobs they're in. For now, I'm not saying stay there forever. You know, my sister always complains. My elder sister always complains about the job she was at. I'm like, how long have you been there now? A long time and you've gotten used to it. Yeah, you know, but I wish I could do this. You know what? Actions speak louder than words. Go out there and find yourself another job, a job that you could be happy with. But for now, she's staying where she's at because it's a job that pays the bills, that puts the food on the table, that, you know, takes care of the, all, the, all the needs that we, again, take for granted. If you look at another part of the world, they are not so lucky. But we, as a society as a whole, people who have a heart, who are compassionate, can go out there and make a difference and help others in the process. And I'm hoping to God that if I become what I want to become, a dream ambassador, I can help those people. Put aside whatever I'm going through now. Put aside my own troubles and needs and focus on someone else who needs it more. And as for wants, in order for you to go out and get your wants, which is food, shelter, clothing... Oh, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Your wants are things that are kind of like an impulse buy. You know, um, furs, jewels, a mansion, which, again, I think is a waste of money. Um, But that's my opinion. You may not agree with me on that. But I think people who are privileged and who have all of that are truly not happy. Let's be honest here. People make people happy. Not material things. Not things that don't have feelings and can't speak to you. Let's be honest here. And I know, even if you live, you don't live in a mansion, you live in a nice home, but you've collected clutter through the years. Why do people hold on to clutter? What kind of a value does it have to you? It doesn't take the place of a human being. I'd rather be surrounded by people than by things. Because things are only there just to kind of brighten up home and and make it look beautiful. But let's be honest here. Do you really need all of this stuff? I'd rather have less than more. I'd rather live less than more. I'd rather be comfortable than to be privileged. I'd rather be set, be financially set, but also have a human spirit of compassion towards people who don't have. If, If you take your life and strip it, strip your life in layers and tell me what you see. I'm sure when you were a child, yeah, me and my family grew up like this. Then you worked hard through high school, you got yourself a college education, you went through many different jobs, and now you're a big success. But how did you get there? Through hard work. You never gave up on yourself. You persevered. You struggled. You went through a lot of difficult times. There are many times, oh, I couldn't pay my rent, or I ran out of food, or you got through it, right? You're a success story. And people will gravitate towards someone who worked hard to get where they're at and have now had the things they want. Because again, I don't gravitate toward people who already have it. When you have all of that, you're truly not really happy, but you're not letting the world know that. You're putting out a persona, a fake persona. You're not who you are. You're not truly happy with what you have, but you're showing off because you figured, hey, I'm going to teach everybody that I went to school with, the people that I grew up with that said I couldn't do this. Look at me now. But see, again, if it was given to you at an early age or if you were born into it, I'm sorry. I don't, 
I cannot sit down and have a conversation with you because all you're going to think about is all the things I have, all the things that I acquired. Big deal. That doesn't impress me. What impresses me is how you got to it. Through hard work, you never gave up. And again, you struggled. Everybody struggles. Everybody's still struggling, but you will make it work. You will make it work to your advantage. You will do what you can to survive. So again, getting back to needs. To wrap up this episode, needs and wants are two different things. Needs are the things that we need in our life. Shelter, food, clothing. If we have children, education, health care. We need all of that to survive. Wants are things that you want that you don't have. Like, again, a fancy home, a fancy vehicle, furs and jewels and trips around the world. You can get that. But you have to do it through hard work. You have to persevere to never give up. And for the, the people out there who don't have any of that, again, take the job, any job that you can get to support your family. It will put some food on the table. It will give you a place to sleep at night so you and your family can be protected. Because again, I feel for the people that live in dangerous parts of the world that have to, oh my God, I have to go home right away because that's where I'll feel safe. I don't like that. I think that... When you're living in a country, there's billions of people. There's got to be some type of protection. You know, there are people out there that want to do harm to their own kind. I think that's terrible. And it's like that here, too. In certain parts of the world, it's like that here, too. But we have to learn how to stand up for one another. We have to have an alliance. We have to protect one another. That's the true human spirit. We have to be there for each other. And we don't condemn a group. We don't condemn a country. We don't, we don't condemn, period. Because if we do that, what kind of human beings are we if we do that? So remember that. God bless all of you. Take care. Thank you.